This is the Italian-American Dragon, Dominic Rini, and you're listening to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name. Taking your way in the world today, takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries, sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, especially when there's a wrestling show that should have happened back in March. But it's happening now instead, so yay! This is Wrestling Cheers, we'd like to talk about things going on with you, so our independent wrestling scene. We preview shows, we review shows, and sometimes we even have interviews along the way. This is a preview episode of AIW's Thunder in Para... Nope. Thunder in Indianapolis, this Friday, October 9th. 2020, 8 p.m. bell time in Indianapolis, Indiana. I am your host, Justin Summers, and Wrestling Cheers is brought to you by the Trending Topics Network and Midwest Territory. Please rate, review, and subscribe your evidence to this fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Podbean Wrestling Cheers.podbean.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, facebook.com slash wrestling cheers, twitter.com slash wrestling cheers, and instagram.com slash wrestling cheers. Email, if you so choose, desire wrestling cheers at gmail.com, and we have the merch store over at watermaneuver.net. Like I said, this is a preview for AIW's Thunder in Indianapolis, and I already told you my name, and it's great to get back into previewing AIW. First up, we have Charlie Butters. Um, I believe I told you to introduce me a certain way. Can we roll that back again, sir? Who whose show is this? <laughs> oh, the great 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 thing about this because we're trying out Zoom one time. I can actually like kick you out of the room. Yeah, I mean, I probably just quit. So, you know, <laughs> how's it going, man? Uh, glad uh, glad to be back. Yeah, it's been a been a little while. Yeah, uh, it's yeah been. Cool. Well, you do. You do interviews and, and, and the fan episodes, and nobody wants to hear me talk that much, so get to listen to you and everybody else. The last time you were here, we were just getting back from Black Label Pro, and you're here on here now, and you just got back from Black Label Pro. Yeah, don't don't uh, don't tell AIW I've been cheating on them with Black Label Pro. I mean, it's, it's okay, you know. AIW goes there, too, so it's... Okay. It's, it's perfectly fine. You're allowed. Okay. But you got to you got to see uh, Brian Myers. I did. There were a bunch of there was a handful of people actually from the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast Patreon group there, like seeing pictures of. And I, actually, one of them I commented, "I'm like, oh, there's my friends. They're on the other side of the ring." Yep. We uh, the Pod Van Dam crew was all filled in on one side, uh, which was pretty cool. So, real fun show. Um, way more. Uh, I'm glad that I we got to see it live because like they had uh, issues when the first show with the internet. So I would have been real upset if I didn't get to see some of the matches. So good stuff. And we have making his debut here on the show. We have orange Flacity, the most buried man in wrestling cheers. History has finally come on to clear his name. Uh, well, at least the most buried man whose name you don't bleep out on this podcast. Uh, I do have to be very careful 
on this podcast because I have a habit of saying things that get me in trouble. And that's fine when I'm on Charlie Butter's podcast. But as I've discovered, a lot of people listen to Wrestling Cheers. A lot of people do. So I've got to be fucking careful. Hi, Summers. A lot of people listen? I, didn't, I had no idea. And I'm not saying well, that that's see, a smart ass. I'm saying that a genuine. A lot of people listen. It, it seems like a lot of people listen because people have come up to me about things said about me on your show. So consider this the In Defense of Orange Flaccity episode featuring Orange Flaccity. And I was also at Black Label Pro this weekend with Charlie Butters. In fact, I drove him to the show. We, we have something in common. Yeah, we drive Charlie Butters places. And uh, folks, if you think this podcast is going to be a tough listen, just listening to me for an hour, uh, try being Charlie Butters, who was stuck in a car with me for 16 hours yesterday. I mean, technically, everybody was stuck in the car with me all the time. So, you know, no, 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 no. That, that, it's, it's not a I'm locked in there with you. It's a, you're locked in there with me. Just like this podcast. You boys are locked in here with me. Can we can we add Jared to the to the call? Because, I mean, that's another person that's driven you to, uh, you know, like five straight hours. Yeah, we he drove us to to all in the first all in show. Yeah, hey man, I can't help it. All my friends want to drive me places. I'm a good driver. I mean, Flacity knows this. I drove last night the last three hours uh, to my place. So, yes, of the uh, 16 hours of driving, Charlie Butters did Road Warrior through three of them, so that I could take about a half hour nap. Greatly appreciated. I was able to get home in somewhat one piece. Uh, I don't know why I said somewhat. I guess I wanted to imply something happened, but I couldn't come up with anything. So here we are. Yeah, that's a that's a long trip. Yeah, uh, and I got to do it next weekend, too, except this time we're not doing it all in one day. This time I'm actually staying at the collective for at least Saturday. Uh, definitely not Sunday. Sorry, Black Label Pro. I love you. I love you dearly, uh, but it's not happening. I'm sorry. Three days. Can't do it. Yeah, I definitely, I wish I could go, but it, it is what it is. I mean, I, I was supposed to have a watch party with, with somebody, but I've, I've, I've been told plans have changed within a week to go before the show. I don't know who that would be. Look, man, I can't, it's not <laughs> my fault. Let's see what had happened was, is that I got in a, in a car with Orange Flacity for six hours and things 16. were 16 well i'm talking six on the way there because that was when it was kind of made up in my mind like that there's a possibility that this could happen but tickets were offered things were talked about plans were kind of put in motion but nothing's 100 percent confirmed until tomorrow so we'll see what happens but as yeah, of, this comes out we'll know for sure what is what so hopefully uh yeah i technically don't have the time off work yet and even if i don't get the time off work uh, I mean, there's always the chance I just call in on Friday morning and like, hey, uh, I definitely have something wrong with me. Can't come into work today. Sorry. Bye. I mean, that, that would be the third plan you've you've uh, bailed on me for. <laughs> third? I, I know a, a two. What The one was not my fault. I was legitimately <laughs> sick. And, like thought I was dying. Like I had a real bad health scare. OK, you can't blame me for that. That's not my fault. This quickly went from the In Defense of Orange Flaccity podcast <laughs> to the In Defense of Charlie Butters podcast. Legit, dude. I'm feeling the heat right now. God damn. <laughs> I'm, I'm quickly losing my spot as the most buried man in Wrestling Cheers history, whose name we're, sp- we're still allowed to bring up. And uh, I'm not mad at it, honestly. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. I, I can take the heat. We'll be all right. Yeah. So, so you just had me on here to talk shit about Charlie Butters for an hour, right? That's why we're here today? Yeah, that's pretty much. That's pretty much it. Perfect. I excel in situations like this. 
I mean, it would have been a great story of like, oh, like me and Charlie, we're going to watch this uh, show together and, you know, Orange Flassity, you're going to go. But now it's like, oh, now I have to watch it at home alone. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> I can sing. I can sing for you if you would like. I can come and sing on your podcast. <laughs> I mean, I'll wear a wrestling cheer shirt for you uh, when I'm at ringside during a new bar wire match. If that'll cheer you up a little bit. I only get one match. I mean, I'll wear it during all the matches, but <laughs> I'll specifically, you know, I'll make a sign for you for, for, for that match specifically. Because, you know, that's going to be the one everybody's going to want to see that weekend. That'll be the one that potentially gets a gift a lot and, and sent to Corny. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm not, I'm not saying you guys should be Jim Cornette cop callers and just send Candy Dots a bunch of fucking gifts of that match. But there is a chance that the seeing what will go down will raise his blood pressure significantly. And, oh, I should stop before I say something that's going to get me in trouble. What if, what if people actually send him candy dots? Just a bunch of them. Oh yeah. Yeah. Let's just send Cornette a bunch of candy dots and uh, let's make sure we include pictures of Matt justice and Joshua Bishop covered in blood. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's get into this card and let's just get this out of the way. Z, this is Justin Summers from the future. Or wait a minute, as you're listening to this, I'm still from the past, no matter what this whole episode is from the past. Oh no, I'm confused. Mini, mini post-production note for this episode. We recorded this and we mentioned it at some point in this episode that this was recorded on Sunday night. That was the best time that we could fit it in. So this was before the card is going to change. The AIW podcast was released where... John Thorne and Steve Guy do a hard sell Monday and they talk a lot about this card too. And they actually flat out say that there's going to be an intermission before the main event. So other than that, it's going to be a straight through and then intermission so they can set up the no rope barbed wire match. We did not know this while we were recording, obviously. So we talk a lot about it. And within 24 hours after we recorded all of that, has been answered. So just remember that as you're listening to the rest of the episode, I'm going to go back to the future or I'm still going to be in the past. And just this whole thing was for Reese and I hope he popped for it. AIW tag team title match best two out of three falls to infinity and beyond versus the Philly Marino experience. I think this is clear cut. We all know PME is going to win. Uh, probably going to win like two to nothing. And it's probably, oh. it's probably going to be really quick. Oh, summers, 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 my sweet summer child. <sighs> I've told you before. I'm going to tell everyone again. There is no, way that two infinity and beyond are leaving without the AIW tag team championships. I told you it was going to happen in Indy. We're back in Indy. It's going to fucking happen again. They're going to beat PME. They're going to pull out that new finish that they debuted last night at black label pro. And sorry, boys, no more PME after this. They're all done. 
Like they're going to be done. That's going to be yeah, it, man. Yeah, man. This might as well be a casket match. Throw them in the casket. All done. God, talk about burial. Burying PME on here now. No, no, no. There is no doubt in my mind that two infinity and beyond will be leaving with the AIW tag team championships. It's best two out of three falls. PME's only beaten two infinity beyond two times in their entire lives. I think the series sits at something like fucking five to two or something. So yeah, not happening. Sorry. You can all go cry about it. Colin and Cheech are leaving with the belts. Not a prediction. Not really even a spoiler either. It's, you know it to be true. If you listen very carefully, you can you can actually hear the gun to Orange Flaccity's head held by Colin Delaney. You, 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 just faintly, you can hear it. Uh, no, no, no. That, that, that cocking was uh, something else. All right, moving on. Charlie, uh, what were your thoughts on that? Oh, is uh, Orange from Rochester done now? <laughs> Orange from Rochester. Yeah, because you know how to compare him to a certain other person that, you know. Has to be specifically mentioned from a certain location in Ohio. Yeah, that's because that dude has a radio gimmick of ca- calling into a radio show, so he's he's blank from particular area. I'm so orange from Rochester, uh, dude. This tag match, I mean, being two out of three falls is going to be very interesting. Uh, I honestly would have said, you know, PME wins with no hesitation, but. I've had this little birdie in my ear for 16 hours that has given me a significant amount of doubt. And I mean, potentially this team could walk away with multiple tag team titles and multiple promotions this weekend. So it's very, uh, very little birdie, little birdie. Do you get it? It's because my shoot last name's bird. Okay. Well, do, do, uh, to infinity beyond, did they, did they walk out of crown point, Indiana with uh, some tag titles? That's not important. We don't need to talk about that. <laughs> Nothing happened last night. I mean, they were facing the besties, so no. And one and one of those one of those teams left with the tag titles. That's all we're going to say about it. Uh, <laughs> nothing happened last night. Nothing happened. To be fair, the thing that I've been demanding happen for for months now finally did happen, though. And and violence is forever is going to challenge for those belts. So there's that. A, a price may have been put on the besties' head last night, and uh, I may have handpicked some bounty hunters. And that's all we're going to say about it. Oh, you mean the the same tag team that's probably going to beat to infinity and beyond uh, in <laughs> Indianapolis? You see about that. Uh, Dom and Koo are good. We love Dom and Koo on this podcast, probably. Um, <laughs> both but, form, both former guests of the show. Yes, both former guests on the show. Hi, Dom and Koo. I, you're probably listening. Uh, let me level with you boys real quick. So I know you think you're going to walk into your own promotion and hold on to your own tag team championships. But you're dealing with the greatest tag team on planet Earth right now. Hold you're on. perhaps dealing with the greatest tag team of all time. Hold on, hold you on. Boys are, you but, boys are very, very good. That, that's not just their tag team championships. That's their new, brand new, shiny, beautiful tag team titles. Well, we'll keep them nice and shiny on the ride back to Rochester. So here's the thing that you're forgetting, Orange, is that these matches are happening like back to back. So, I mean, one show is at four, one is at, I believe, eight. Uh, so within several hours, To Infinity and Beyond is going to have to wrestle twice. So if Violence is Forever beats them up real bad in the first match, they're going to be feeling it for that second two out of three falls match. And I think that's going to give PME that advantage. So that's, that's not how Colin and Cheech work. The way Colin and Cheech work is once their motor gets going, it does not stop. Once you got them warmed up with another match, they're going to be rearing and ready to go for that second one. 
And actually, that second one's three and one. The longer that match goes, the more it favors to infinity and beyond. Cheech's car- well, you've seen Cheech's abs. Let's just be real here. Cheech's cardio is phenomenal. Colin is a 16-year professional wrestling veteran. Colin has more professional wrestling experience than Philly and Marino combined. Once Colin's motor gets going, it does not stop. That is a former gauntlet for the gold winner who entered at number one. And wrestled earlier in the night. And wrestled earlier in the night. So once Colin's motor gets going, it doesn't stop. You would think having another match that day would work against them. That's the warm-up. If anything, them having a match earlier that day almost guarantees PME has no chance. Dom and Koo have a much better shot. Admittedly, Dom and Koo have a much better shot. But once 2 Infinity Beyond get warmed up, it's over. Sorry, PME. Justin, did you hear that echo? It sounded like Colin was saying all that before <laughs> I heard Orange say it. It's real weird. All, all I'm going to say is uh, episode uh, 27 of DreamWork Podcast will will be about PME because of all the tape that they're going to have to study and then have to go back and look at this defeat. Actually, I already know who episode 27 is about, <laughs> but I can't say it. Uh, but do go listen to episode 26. They did the Rock and Roll Express. Uh, very, very good episode. That's episode 25. I think you're right. I might be. No, I am right because I, I looked it up and I figured obviously 26 wouldn't be this like wouldn't be about PME this week. It has to be after the match has happened. So it'd be in two, a week from this week. And I don't actually know who episode 27 is about, <laughs> but I do, know, I do know who episode 26 is about. 27 is going to be about PME. I honestly, I hope 27 is about the Olsen <laughs> twins. I've been begging Colin to do the Olsen twins for a long time now. Yeah, this is this is going to be a really, really fun match. It's probably going to be very similar to the last match we had. I'm not saying like it's going to be a copy, but it's just it was towards the end of the show and it's going to be rightfully so. The story that's been told with PME and to infinity and beyond has been a high caliber main event style match. Like they might not get those spots per se, because a lot of times the tradition is to have the championship match go on last, which 100 percent fine. But this is definitely like the co-main event or the the match right before the main event. Like this is going to be if it doesn't start off the show, which isn't an insult because a lot of times you got to start off hot and ooh, this is the way you could start off hot or put it towards the end where it rightfully deserves to be. So honestly, uh, and I know last time AIW did no rope barbed wire it opened the show just because of the nature of you have to. I mean, barbed wire ropes, having to put them up then having to take them down and install new ropes or even you just take out the new ropes and install the barbed wire ropes. You either have to open with no rope barbed wire or you have to close with no barbed wire and there has to be an intermission right there. So theoretically, if they decide, okay, we're actually going to open with no rope barbed wire, just, you know, just for logistics sake. Yeah. You could see this two out of three falls match close the show. Theoretically. I don't know which way they would do it. I see both being very likely. Yeah, I mean, it's it's logistics at the end of the day. Because uh, like I said, having to put up the barbed wire and then take it down and put up new ropes or take down the ropes and put up the barbed wire. It's either got to open or it's got to close. You have two. you have two choices. The only other option would be, which I don't know, if, I don't know if it's enough time, would be the first match back from intermission. Uh, but then you'd you'd probably have to take another intermission after that yeah. just to put the new ropes up. So I don't I don't think you could do it. And plus, I don't think the AIW absolute title's ever been right the first match back from intermission. I feel like you either got to open with it or you got to close with it. But I will say this: if you go back to 
the no rope barbed wire match that was at Absolution, they had that kind of impromptu street fight type, not even a match technically, but they had that go that lasted 10, 15 minutes. Actually, I don't know how long I know we just recently did an episode on it, but it was enough time to have the ropes all put up and ready to go. So say that Mance Warner and Mr. Brickster start brawling out in the crowd and everybody's paying attention to that and turn back around. Hey, the ropes are back on. How about that? I mean, not necessarily, I was going to say not necessarily even that match. You could still have um, just a random pop-up. Like think of how many wrestlers aren't on the card yet. Like we, we mentioned before we started recording, AJ Gray's not on the card. AJ Gray could be involved in something. I was kind of Uh, more along the lines of it still being second gear crew against rip city. That's all. Yeah. I, I, I kind of see where you're coming on with that. Hell, you could maybe even do a segment between, or even somewhat, not like a match, but a like an actual fight between Bill Alfonso and uh, Wes Barkley. Have that go out into the crowd, and while they're doing that, put up the ropes. Yeah, it's gonna be really tough because no matter what, this match or the the absolute title match, I kind of want to see one of those go on last, and I feel. It's almost weird having one of the other ones start the show. That is not as bad for the tag title because it's going to be so hot and it's going to like be a great place to start. But I think what the real big difference is that no rope barbed wire. And for me, with it being a title match, I think it makes the most sense at the end of the show. I wouldn't. I don't think. I don't think you're wrong. Uh, but I do want to say since it's spilled over into our talking about the tag titles there's clearly one match on this show that we're all really looking forward to and really want to talk about dan Housen versus mordecai that too <laughs> well before we get to the absolute title match i want to talk about this very important match lee moriarty actually wait a minute hold on i haven't i haven't got to do this in a little while oh my goodness yay <laughs> it's back it's back everybody everybody clap we're gonna take a break you can all clap you can all applaud in fact you can clap right along to the music uh play, play it uh, summers play it one more time so everybody can do the clapping with it ready everybody one two three did you all do it we hope you all did it we're all gonna be really really sad if you didn't do it we know if you did it or not we're going to be sad if you didn't. And if you didn't do it, we're sad at you. And you know who you are. Maybe the next episode, I'll put uh, Filthy Tom Lawler's music on here. And that'll be the tutorial of learning how to clap. Clap yeah. along with wrestling cheers, everybody. This is now an interactive podcast. They, they know how to do the clap at Black Label Pro. You're making us look bad, Cleveland. How did uh, While we're talking about this match, uh, Lee Moriarty versus Alex Shelley versus Trey Lamar, Oh, I meant like Lee Moriarty. Well, he wasn't in that. Oh, yeah, he was at that show, right? He was not at that show. He was not. Fuck. Because I was going to say, how did how did they chant Lee Moriarty? <laughs> yeah, he was not at the show. I don't know if he had a previous booking or what was going on, but he wasn't there. But Alex Shelley was there and Trey Lamar was there and they both had really good matches. So actually, Alex Shelley had several good matches. Yeah, I was about to say, like he won. He had several really good matches, but we didn't. Yeah, we, we didn't get the best versus the most professional professional wrestler. We did not. I'm a, I'm very we, upset about that. Are we talking about a very good professional wrestler right now? Because you said the best. Yeah. The best. A very. The a, best. A very good. The best. Professional wrestler versus the most professional professional wrestler. I don't know how well it came across on like 
uh, IWTV or whatever. But the sound I made when a very good professional wrestler's music hit before that scramble, I'm not sure those were human sounds. I was very, very excited. All right, Lee Moyarty, Alex Shelley, Trey Lamar. This this is going to be really good. Alex Shelley is a dude who's helped both of these individuals and had very good AIW matches with both of them. And now it's all three of them in the ring at the very same time. This is going to be a really good one. I think this is going to be also a really, really great way to highlight Lee Moriarty and Trey Lamar. We've seen a lot of stuff that they could do. And also, obviously, there's a lot of chemistry between Lee Moriarty and Trey Lamar. So that this is going to be a just show and tell for these two. And I'm, you I'm have excited. The best professional wrestler in North America versus the most influential independent wrestler of all time versus independent wrestling's fastest rising star. It's going to be good. Good. We need to get Lee Moriarty versus uh, the. Oh, fuck. Why am I playing his name? Uh, a very good professional wrestler. Fuck. I kept wanting to say the best. I'm like, no, he's not. I mean, he's the best, but he's not the best. Yeah. Uh, that would be a very good professional wrestler versus the best wrestler in North America. Dude, that'd be great. Why aren't we talking about Hot Dog Ronald? <laughs> Wrong podcast. I was, the, I was the only one chanting for Hot Dog Ronald at uh, Black Label Pro, and it made me really sad. But he looked like he really appreciated it because he like turned around and he like gave me a thumbs up. So, hey, Hot Dog Ronald, you had one guy in your corner. Well, until a very good professional wrestler came out. Just think, man, he could have given you a glizzy. Yeah. I think I even put in like the Pod Van Dam Discord last night. As soon as a very good professional wrestler's music hit, uh, friendship ended with Hot Dog Ronald. Now professional wrestler is my best friend. Oh, my. <laughs> We have a match to talk about. Uh, okay, so go ahead. This this triple threat. Uh, I mean, they all have a tons amount of history with each other, and uh, I feel like this is like one of those fun things, like in a like a TEW game when like you get a message saying, "Oh, these guys have great chemistry together," and all three of these guys have great chemistry together. So why not put them all together and let them showcase us with this match? This is going to be uh, another one of those highly gift uh, matches. Um, this is going to be great. I can't wait to see this. What if like somewhere at backstage, uh, the karate man attacks Alex Shelley to get an advantage for the impact tag team championships. The karate man isn't fighting for the impact tag team championships. Ethan page is fighting for the impact tag team championships, but it just so happens they're both the played by man Julian and page are both played by Julian. Yes. But the karate man does not concern himself with the goings on of Ethan Page. The Karate Man has his own agendas. The Karate Man has his own goals. Ethan Page pays off the Karate Man, buys him a toy, buys him a figure. Boom. Here, here's the thing though Alex Shelley was taught by Effie how to do pelvic thrusts into Ethan Page's face last night. So I'm pretty sure he would just keep doing that to him. So it would be, be the same this, thing. The all powerful cock of Alex Shelley. Yeah, this is going to be a, a very fun match. Um, I'm excited to see Lee and Trey do anything on a, a higher level. And granted, this is AIW, and I'm not saying it's less than any other show, but this is part of the collective, and this is kind of the whole thing that was supposed to go down uh, in Tampa, but instead we're getting it now. So I feel like this is just a little bit higher stage for AIW, and especially with the Fight TV package and putting these two in a match with Alex Shelley. And like I've you know I've stated many times before, I'm not a huge Alex Shelley fan. Like, I don't hate him, but he was just never a dude that I gravitated towards. But everything he's he's doing, especially with these two, I'm just like, dude, like, I, I give it up to him. Like, 
he's great. He's he's given so much back. Yeah, uh, when we started talking about this match, I called him the most influential independent professional wrestler of all time. I truly believe that to be true, and it's not just for the things he did before he stepped away from independent wrestling for a little bit, but the things he's doing now with all these young kids, uh, not just Lee and Trey, but the things he's doing with guys like Benjamin Carter, with guys like... I'm blanking on some names right now, but I mean, you know he, what I'm talking about. He had a really good relationship with Johnny Gargano. Yeah. Uh, there's a reason that a lot of Johnny Gargano's moves, and I'm sorry if this gets me heat, there's a reason a lot of the moves Johnny Gargano does were all Alex Shelley moves first. Johnny Gargano was helped tremendously by Alex Shelley. I don't know how that would get you heat. I mean, it's it's 100% true, and I've listened to enough interviews, like especially early on, or when I say early on, I mean early on his career because not many interviews and podcasts were done back then. But you know, maybe the last half of his uh, independent career, yeah, there there was a lot of talk where he really put over Alex Shelley, and even to the point of, I want to say because they have similar body types and everything, Alex Shelley was going to a dietitian or whatever, and like relate a lot of the information he was learning, and like like hey, we're kind of the same, like try doing this. And like it, it helped, it helped Johnny a lot. So yeah, there's, there's a, there's a lot of influence. Yeah. And like I said, Johnny Gargano trained a lot of those AIW students who become, who became very prominent in AIW kind of now to this day. Uh, And Johnny Gargano even trained Dominic Greeny, who is now currently training at the AIW school. I know now it's kind of been handed over to Josh Prohibition a little bit, but if I am understanding things correctly, Dom still kind of has a hand in training people uh and as you uh in like even now with what johnny gargano is doing in nxt and how a lot of i'm sure if you talk to a lot of guys now uh who are really just starting independent wrestling uh they will say one of their biggest influences right now is johnny gargano in nxt and that all of that ladder leads back to alex shelley so there's my explanation for calling alex shelley the most influential independent wrestler of all time there it is. I mean, I didn't need an explanation. I, as soon as I heard, it, I was oh, like, I, yeah, I mean, I mean, oh, I mean, it's great explaining to the audience, but even like when you said it in my head, I was like, yeah, that, that yeah, I out. know you didn't need the explanation, but I knew I had a feeling I was going to get a tweet about it at some point. So I just, there it is there. It's laid out on the table. That's why I'm calling him that. You could maybe argue amazing red. My arguments for Alex Shelley. I, I definitely would put uh, amazing red in that conversation. I'm surprised you didn't put Colin Delaney in that conversation. Honestly, if you want to talk about like the current crop, uh, this is not this is not being doing the bit. I know that we everybody, some people love the bit. Some people say I do the bit too much, whatever. Uh, there is an argument for Colin Delaney. But if we literally just start debating the most influential independent professional wrestlers of all time, we're going to be here. all show we're here to talk about AIW. Yeah. On a side note, I got to remember to buy a Colin Delaney figure. I've been meaning to do that. Mikey uh, got one signed by Colin last night, actually. Uh, Mikey from Black Label Pro. He showed it to me. Yeah, I've been putting that off for a while, and I don't think his figure's that expensive. Uh, I could actually probably get you one on the cheap, honestly. Let me know. I'll look around, then I'll, I'll double-check how much you could get it for, but I don't know. I could. I kind of think I could find it, but I'll, I, I definitely need to do it because I'd really like to have uh, more signed figures on my wall right now. I only have two. One's Johnny, and the other one's D'Lo. I should have Gangrel, but I was a dumbass and didn't buy a Gangrel figure. I realized it. I think the week of it, I was like, fuck, it's too early. I mean, it's too late. I can't fucking buy a figure and have it shipped to me. All right, let's get into the main event. 
Oh, wait, before we do, do you want us to make like predictions on the three-way first or anything? Or are we going to save that to the end? Oh, come on. The, the normal normal uh, structure of these, we, we preview three matches, go in a little bit in depth, then we come back and give predictions for the rest. It's It's been a while since I listened to a preview show. It's It's been a while since you've done them. It's very true. It's not, it's not my fault. It used to be monthly, sometimes twice a month. Used, used to be. And now uh, now we live in this hellscape called COVID-19. <laughs> All right, let's get into the main event. Absolute title match. No rope barbed wire. Matthew Justice with Fonzie versus Josh Bishop with Wes Barkley. Would it, it be impolite of me to say that my dick is hard just thinking about this one? All the grease on this show. Damn. Um, That's the first greasy thing I've said. <laughs> all right. Th- this match has has so much history in it. We're talking a year and a half, if not lo- longer, but I want to say it's closer to a year and a half. This goes back to AIW's debut at the Odeon. Yeah, my very, very first AIW show ever. Uh, the rap show last year. Uh, keep their heads ringing. Uh, I watched these two men fall off a balcony together, and now we here we are a year and a half later. I'm still coming to AIW, and these two are about to murder each other with barbed wire. So much has gotten into this story, and he, like even when you thought it was over after last year's Absolution, we have Josh Bishop win the Absolute Championship, but he gets cashed in on the with the Jayla Trophy by Math Justice, uh, and fucking ends the reign. And here we are. Though, do you know who had a very similar reign as absolute champion as Joshua Bishop? I hate that you're making me relive <laughs> all of my awful memories. That would be none other than Colin Delaney. Yes, yes, yes. Say the, say the line. Yes, we all know Colin Delaney. Uh, but unlike how uh, Colin has been unable to recapture, and I don't think ever even got a rematch for his AIW absolute championship, whereas his rematch Thorn. Uh, Josh Bishop has another opportunity here, uh, and not just an opportunity to win back his absolute championship, but he might have an abs- a, uh, opportunity here to st- possibly maim Matthew Justice, to possibly put Bill Alfonso on the shelf for good. I know that's what Wes Barkley wants to end up doing. Uh, this is going to be unlike anything we've ever seen in AIW before. This is going to be the most violent match in AIW history. This is not for the faint of heart. This might be the most violent match that happens at the collective. This is going to be something else. The only contender I think it would have as most violent match is the Hell on Earth match of Team AIW versus Nixon. The one where Eric Ryan bled all over Turner's Hall, just like a fountain. Oh, yeah. Uh, I That one, it's bloody. I can foresee this one getting even bloodier. I can, I can foresee all of Josh Bishop's very nice blonde hair becoming a very dark crimson red by the end of this one. It's gonna, it's gonna be very interesting to see where, even where we go from here. Just imagine playing off both scenarios. Okay, Josh Bishop wins. He's fucking absolute champion. We go into twenty twenty one with that. But then you have Matt Justice. I could easily see him too. Just winning and carrying the belt into the next year. And then it's like, okay, what's next for both these competitors? When we come back in 2021, is Bishop still going for the absolute title is who's going to, who's going to be the next person to step up to justice. There's, 
there's a lot here that I'm I'm fine either way. Charlie, I have a question for you. Yeah. Which which individual in this match scares you more? Joshua Bishop or Matthew Justice? Um one of them's gonna try to rob you in a dark alley. Which one would you prefer it to be? <laughs> oh, that that's a tough question because they're in a way they're both scary. It's I, a terrifying question to think about. I, I don't think I'm not terrified of many men on this earth. Uh, I've mentioned it before. Anthony Henry is one of them. Uh, these two are also two more of those people. <laughs> these guys are absolute legitimate psychopaths. Uh, this one's yeah. So, all right. Answers, boys. You're going to get mugged by one of them in an alley. Uh, who would you rather it be? I don't have an answer, man. I, uh, neither of them. <laughs> No, 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 no cop outs here. No cop outs here. Which man scares you more out of these two? I'm not asking you to predict the match. I'm just saying which, which one of these two very scary individuals is more terrifying to you on a personal level. Uh, Matt Justice. Summers. Bill Alfonso. <laughs> that is also a correct answer. <laughs> Fucking! I know we use middle aged and crazy for fucking uh, Terry Funk, but uh, I think that applies with Bill Alfonso too. He he so was funny daddy. It's like ah, right, here you go, man. Uh, he was the giant Gonzalez's uh, right hand man, and be able to like corral that dude. It's gonna take a lot, and figuring out everybody he's become friends with uh, through ECW. Yeah, I no went on this earth whips a chair like Bill Alfonso whips a chair. I. Th- I don't think by looks, Bill Alfonso is the most intimidating, but like his internal capability, the things that like he could probably do to you is what scares me the most. And uh, that's not to mention on the other side, the man that said Eddie Kingston running scared to AEW, <laughs> Maserati West Barkley. I wouldn't say that too loud. No, I, I kind of had to whisper that when I was afraid Eddie Kingston would hear me. <laughs> you're, you're in the same state as Eddie probably. So yeah. what would you say? <laughs> Different yeah, ends of the state, but still. Ran over that kid on impact. He's going to do that to you now. You better not go outside anytime soon. <laughs> Fuck. Run you over with the Eddie, I'm sorry. I didn't say that. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't wait for this match. Um, And I kind of going back to what I was saying with, you know, Trey Lamar and Lee Moriarty, you know, two dudes have who just have built on a lot of success over the last year. That one spot at the rap show between these two. I think both of them have really built onto that even more. Josh Bishop, it feels like not as much, but I don't. It's definitely not his fault. I I want Bishop out there more because there's a lot for him to offer. And the metamorphosis of Josh Bishop since day one has been amazing. And I love this Josh Bishop we see today. And Josh I, Bishop should be your IWTV Independent Wrestling Champion right now. I mean, uh, but through- I mean, a very good professional wrestler should actually be your IWTV champion right now, but that's a different story. You're not wrong. They both got their asses ruled. Okay. It's not (laughs) not Warhorse's fault that he's made of all that metal and ruled all that ass. Okay. Don't, don't get salty about it. They shouldn't be anything. They lost fair and square to Warhorse, your IWTV champion with 41 defenses. Badass guy right there. Give Bishop another shot. And that's ending at 41. Jack. Eat another elbow drop. Jack. The real champion should be Nick Stapp. But he only defends it in dumpster matches. <laughs> I miss Nick Stapp so much. I know. But I'll be see I'll be seeing him in November, probably. I'm very hopingly. I hope he's there. 
All right. Um, any more to say about this match? Uh, loses a nipple. Uh, I'm gonna ask Thorne if we everybody sitting in the front row can get those like sheets of plastic to kind of like hold up and cover ourselves for from all the incoming blood. Uh, we do live in a pandemic, and I know it's usually spread through like air contact or whatever, but uh, it can probably be transfused through blood, right? That's what I'm, probably a thing that can happen. What I'm picturing is, and not everybody has been to this place. I'm kind of spoiled. Me and Charlie, I should say spoiled. We used to, or we live in an area that used to have one. I'm kind of picturing SeaWorld, where the first like couple rows are a splash zone. And I think if you're going to be smart, I would buy a poncho, a nice clear plastic one, um, just in case, just in case that blood comes flying. I mean, this is a no rope barbed wire match with two of the craziest motherfuckers in AIW history. So I would bring, um, definitely bring enough hand sanitizer, even though you're going to need it for more than just your hands, uh, and definitely bring a poncho and make sure I just poncho so that you can show off the wrestling cheers logo shirt. <laughs> Matthew justice and Joshua Bishop are going to kill us all. I'm assuming they'll be tested before this happens. So oh, I'm, I'm not even talking through COVID. I'm just, they're going to kill us all. Oh, like they just go berserk and start yep. chairs. Yep. Oh, that building's collapsing. It's going to that building's coming down on top of us at the end of this one. I hope there isn't any balconies. That's all. Oh, dear Lord. Wait a minute, Charlie. Did you say they were going to go berserk? Would you like some making buck bells? I'm sorry. It's still on the soundboard. I wanted to use it. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. Oh, God. <laughs> Final thoughts, anybody? Other than we're all gonna die. That's that's pretty much it for me on this one. I'm definitely looking forward to it. We're all gonna die. Shout out to Tracy Smothers. I know he's in the hospital right now. Shout out to him. Hope you get better, Tracy. Yeah, you, Tracy, don't die. Uh, everybody else who's we're all gonna be at the collective. Matt Justice and Josh Bishop are gonna kill us all. Ultra mega mass homicide. All right, let's go into a commercial break, and we'll come back and preview all the other matches on the card. What's up, everybody? This is Alex Worldwide Keller coming to you live here for a thrift store. Wait. It's not the Rift Store Driver? Wait a minute. Wrestling who? Wrestling Cheers. Where everybody knows your name. I know my name. It's Alex Worldwide Keller, and you're listening to Wrestling Cheers. And I want to tell you all about Wrestling Cheers t-shirts at whatamaneuver.net. It's a heck of a shirt because where everybody knows your name and wrestling is a game and the game is pain. And pain is what we feel and what we feel, it's real. Whatamaneuver.net, wrestling cheers, do it up for your boy, Alex Worldwide Killer. All right, let's get into the rest of this card, and we have The Karate Man versus Filthy Tom Lawler, the rematch, part deux. The rematch of the greatest match in AIW history. The Karate Man versus Filthy Tom Lawler. It's a grudge match. Last time, Filthy Tom Lawler tried to end the life of the Karate Man. And uh, Karate Man's going to be out for blood. 
Karate Man is going to be trying to kill Filthy Tom. He's going to try to avenge his own death here. I hope that at the collective next year, whenever that may happen, Ethan Page gets his own show. I mean, I know he got the Body Guy show, but okay, maybe the Karate Man gets his own show. It would be perfect to call it Bloodsport, but obviously we can't. Why not? I mean, well, AEW did it first, but we're calling it. We're going to call it Bloodsport, the Karate Man's Bloodsport. And Josh, if Josh Barnett, okay, if Josh Barnett all, wants to be a baby man about it, he can be a little tiny baby man about it. But we're calling it the Karate Man's Bloodsport. First of all, there's lots of great Jean Claude Van Damme films that we can name shows after. I mean, no, no, no. we, we got to call it Bloodsport. We could do Lionheart. We could do Street Fighter. Yeah, I was thinking Street Fighter's the other we one. We could do. Uh, <laughs> I'd get into some other ones. I mean, we could even just name one JCVD. I mean, it'll be great. It'll be, it'll be all right. I mean, kickboxer, we could do all kinds of stuff. The karate man presents Josh Barnett is a little tiny baby, man. Mortal, mortal combat. I know it's not yeah, John Claude Van Damme, but it still fits. Yeah, yeah. Got you. Who do you guys got on this? I'm going the karate man. Uh, I am also going the karate man. I think, uh, avenging his own death is going to be enough of a, motivating factor to put him over the top on filthy tom see i think tom uh he attempted the murder the last time but this time he completes the murder and we will never see the karate man again and it'd be a sad sad day for all of the world but especially professional wrestling uh if the karate man dies at the hands of filthy tom and uh i promise you if filthy tom does uh commit the murder on the karate man i was gonna say something there but uh Filthy Tom scares me and might kill me too. So uh, I'm, I will not be the one avenging the death of the Karate Man. Uh, that can be somebody else. Somebody else can train and avenge the death of the Karate Man. But Filthy Tom scares me, so it's not going to be me. I don't think if you understand this about the Karate Man, he will fight to survive. I just hope he shows up because him and I are not allowed to be in the same <laughs> W show ever. And the last time nearly killed me when I was going to to do this so i'm going to assume that nothing bad happens to me this time and it's going to happen to him uh no i take that back uh hopefully I, we get to just get rid of this curse altogether and uh this match goes off without a hitch but i feel like filthy tom may do the correct palm strike and kill the karate man then the, the curse will live on because you'll never be at an aiw show with ethan page well see the karate man will be dead but ethan page I was going to say, what, is, what does Ethan Page have to do with this? Ethan Page has nothing to do with that. Julian. Julian. Well, well, if you you kill... Four shows. If you kill Julian, then... No, don't kill Julian. This is a spiral out of control. Never mind. Just go on to the next match. Jesus Christ. Speaking of Filthy Tom Lawler, we have Team Filthy Implodes in AIW, that is. Uh, Dominic Greeny versus Eric Stevens. Who I'm a... I'm going to go Dominic Greeny on this one. How about you, Orange? Um, so I'm going to need everyone listening to do a favor for me and not record this as like a sound bite out of context. Uh, go on. But I think, I think Eric Stevens beats his own child. <laughs> I can't fucking finish saying it. Oh, fuck. I think Eric Stevens beats his own child, Dom Greeny. Uh, Dom took the first meeting between these two all the way back at Jaylet. I think Eric gets his revenge here. Uh, and makes it 1-1, and I really hope it goes 1-1 because I would like to see another match between these guys. I want to see a rubber match. Eric Stevens wins this one. How about you, Charlie? I'm going with Dom, of course. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next match. Next up, we have a fatal four-way match. Dr. Daniel C. Rockingham 
versus Zach Thomas versus Derek Dillinger versus Pretty Boy Smooth. There's no denying right now that the world is going to shit. I mean, wrestlers can't wrestle. The U.S. is still in a state of pandemic and everybody is looking for their escape from reality. But the key to rising like a phoenix through the ashes is finding the right perspective. Take me, for example. Last year at The Collective, my whole perspective was whack. I mean, I was walking into the main event of AIW as the absolute champ. But rather than focusing on the matters at hand, I started playing for points. My mind was in a frenzy. I was thinking about all the hate thrown my way, all the people talking shit about me on Twitter, on the podcast, people thinking I'm a paper champ. Like I didn't just work my ass off to beat Hot Sauce Tracy Williams for that. But now it's different. Now I remember who I am and why the fuck I'm here. I am here because I love the game. I love sports entertainment. I love it more than fresh fades and beautiful women. Of all the things I could have been great in in this world, this is what I chose to make my mark in. And now that I've recalibrated everything in my brain, now that I'm ready to go, all of you are gonna see what I've known all along. That Mr. Fresh to Death Pretty Boy Smooth is a star. So to Dr. Dan, Zach Thomas, and Derek Dillinger, when I step in the ring with y'all this Friday, I'm gonna beat the bricks off that ass with a smile on my face. Cause I love the game. And that, some urban playboy shit. Let me keep my words short and sweet. Man, you claim you're going to change your life for the better this Friday. I don't believe in you. You couldn't change Parker Pierce's life. You couldn't change Ethan Page's life. Last time I checked, you're too busy getting beat up by those old washed up legends, man. And you got PB Smooth making jokes. The only joke here, PB, is you and your goddamn title reign in AIW. It's sad that you have to ride AJ Gray and Trey Lamar's coattails to the top because you've been doing nothing with your career the last three months. Derek Dillinger, you've been busy shoving food in your mouth and posting those stupid pictures of your cat on social media. Not only that, you're trying but failing to get clout from the Cleveland Browns? This Friday on Fight, I'm gonna make my actions 
Speak louder than my words. Failure. The lack of success. The omission of expected reaction. Failure to comply with a basic set of rules. From the start of my AIW career, I've attempted to change the lives of countless individuals, from independent wrestling veterans to legends of our great sport. I've attempted to build a house and provide a steady foundation to all with DCR, rule number one, and the keys to success, hard work and common sense. But what have I been met with? Nothing but spite and hatred, anger and vitriol, scrutiny and violence. But on October 9th, that all changes. On October 9th, I start my new beginning. No matter how many people have disregarded me, no matter how many people have shunned me, regardless of my opponents, regardless of obstacles, Zach Thomas, the man at war, the leader of the production, Derek Dillinger, former absolute champion, PB Smooth. They will all see the fruits of my labor. It's time to stop dabbling and it's time to start doing. It's time to stop saving others. It's time to save myself. I think I was a pub once. Really? What was her name? I don't remember. That's not a good start, but, but keep going. This really is the end of an era. Blockbuster will close all of its remaining stores, about 300 of them, and shut down. I'm the greatest director in all professional wrestling. Independent wrestling's full of movies. Full of movies that everyone's already seen. Full of movies that are sitting there collecting dust. October 9th, AIW comes to the collective for Thunder and Paradise. And I'm wrestling a collective of three losers that I've already beaten. You have Zach Thomas, an action sequel of a movie nobody liked in the first place. Beat him. You have PB Smooth, the feel-good, heart-wrenching story that everyone loved when it was fresh. But that lasted about as long as PD's heavyweight title reign here in AIW. Beat him. And you have Dr. Dan. Straight to, nobody cares, Dan. Nobody cares. We AIW fans have a cult favorite, the director, constantly making classics everyone loves. October 9th, there won't be no be kind, rewind. I'm taking you three losers off the shelf. Mm, I'm going to go PB on this one. Uh, PB definitely has the size advantage over these three men and perhaps even the power advantage, although Zach Thomas is a big, big old strong boy. Uh, 
But I don't know about you, gentlemen. Uh, my life hasn't been on the track I want it to be as of late. Uh, I've been drinking too much, been smoking a little too much. Uh, and, you know, I've just been doing a little too much dabbling and I haven't been doing enough doing. And uh, Dr. Dan's really been helping me turn my life around. So uh, I'm going with Dr. Dan on this one. Turning that life around into edibles, huh? No one's supposed to know about that. <laughs> shout out to Big Beef. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Big Beef. Uh, dude, these edibles are fucking amazing. <laughs> Big I, Beef I rules. With, uh, Derek Dillinger. Uh, I love the production. I love that. Hopefully Ziggy will be with him. Uh, and uh, yeah, he's my pick. He's been on a roll lately, and I think uh, he keeps the streak going. I love the pairing of Derek and Ziggy. I think it's great. I think it's really worked wonders for both of them. Uh, yeah, it's it's been fantastic, and I'm curious as to see where it's going to go. The, you know, the one match that I've I've mentioned that I'm looking forward to when we ever we get to it, but you have a newer member to the production, and then a newer member with 40 Acres, both females. Love to see Ziggy versus Jocelyn. Whenever that is, and I think those two women would put it all out there. These women have both had really good matches, intergender matches per se, and I think that they could really have a really good match in AIW. I mean, they could both be at ringside during this match. You never know. Maybe that leads in, <laughs> maybe at least into those two fighting, and that's how we ha- we have to take down the the barbed wires if it, that's early on in the show. Never know. And you're also going to have uh, professional Parker Pierce at ringside for Dr. Dan. Uh, Zach Thomas is a lonely boy, and no one's going to be with him. I don't think Zach Thomas has any friends. Well, he makes jerk-off <laughs> motions at everybody, so that's his own fault. Man, he's just he's going to come out of the curtain and just he's going to have like f- something like 500 people just to make jerk-off motions with. That's going to be a lot of jerk-off motions. All right, let's move on to the next one. I'm like, don't you think it's a little bit weird that we only have one boogie on the collective? So stupid. Mikey? You didn't even hang her. You know that doesn't even make sense, right? She's not even a real cat. What? Here's your phone. What the? Dude, you know that's yours, right? I am sick and tired of being sick and tired. We have beaten team after team after team after team. We have the Haas Division champion, the Duke. And it seems like they can't find anything for us. They find a cat and an Amish person for us to wrestle. An Amish person! They don't even have cable! Okay, you're right. If anybody deserves more bookings, I'm a collective. It's the Bitcoin boys. I understand just as much as you do. And I'm fed up with it too. So, you know what we do? We prove it. October 9th, at Thunder in Indianapolis, Mikey Montgomery, Eric Taylor, the Bitcoin boys, no spaces, capital Z at the end. We have something to prove. And we're facing a team that has never even teamed before, if you even want to call them a team. On October 9th, we are putting them through the ringer. And we're proving, we already know, that we are the hottest up-and-coming tag team in all of indie professional wrestling. Ain't that right, Mike? That's right. <laughs> Let's go. Up next, we have the Bitcoin Boys versus Alley Cat and Lee by Everett. You almost done it again. <laughs> what? No, I, no, I didn't. 
Yeah. You almost called him Lee Moriarty again. I heard that pause. I heard that slight pause. Pause. Well, I'm actually like looking down at the name and reading the, the actual graphic. Like I read Bitcoin Boys versus Alley Cat and I spaced out Lee Vi Everett. Yep. He almost said it again. Am- Amish Paradise. <laughs> Heavy cream. <laughs> the Amish boy and the cat. Barn cat. Barn cat. <laughs> That's, I think that was the first one that came to mind, but I think a lot other people said that too. But I'm curious to see what they actually end up naming this team, but if I'm going to go with the team, I'm actually, I'm going to go with those two. I love uh, Levi and I love Alley Cat. I think I would never hear the end of it if I didn't pick the uh, Bitcoin boys. Uh, shout out to Young Ed. Wait uh, a second. Wait a second. Who is that? Whose music is that? What is Young Edward doing in the wrestling cheer zone? No, we're kidding. He's not here. Uh, he wanted to be but he's not here. Uh, I'm also going with the Bitcoin boys on this one. All right. So yeah, we got everybody for there. So let's move on to the next match. Mr. Brixter versus Mance Warner. Sink or swim. See, when Brick was thrown at a pool at three years old by his babysitter, (laughs) he had two choices. He either sunk to the bottom or he rose to the occasion and swam. And that's exactly what Brick did since day one in my life, since day one in wrestling. I constantly have been in those situations. And I'm sure you're wondering what's going to happen here. It's Mancer. He's a decorated wrestler that's been all over the Indies, all different kinds of matches. Oh, Mance. It's not about me beating you. (laughs) It's about you killing me. Because I'm one of the biggest psychos on the independent level. And that's why I joined the Whip City Shooters. See, I got sick of rising all these people up so they can piss all over me. And I got sick of building all these bricks around so they can weigh me down. It's over, Collective Friday, AIW top five promotions on the planet. Now do I have your attention, indie wrestling? Ah! Oh, uh, I love both of these guys, but I'm going to go Mr. Brickster. Who you got, Flasty? I just want to watch two very mean, very crazy men headbutt each other in the head a bunch. At the end of the day, I think I'm going Mance Warner because I, I feel like we're going to need that. Uh, the crowd's going to need that to pick me up. Uh, no, I'll stop. I'll stop there because I won't give my prediction for a later match yet. But uh, I think Mance Warner takes this one. Butters. I think uh, Mr. Brickster keeps looking for a win and does not get it over Mance Warner, the iPoke God. Let's move on to the next one. This one's going to be very interesting. Danhausen versus... Mordecai. Hear ye, hear ye. This Danhausen here, Danhausen, is uh, wrestling Mordecai Housing for AIW at the collective some sort, you know, whatever that may be. Anyways, it's very nice, but it's not quite evil enough. No, Danhausen requires the Wampier, Kevin Thorne. Yes, put on the evil light. Wampier, bring him.
Anyways, bring the vampire. Yes. That's what vampire is. Hold tiny. I don't know what to say about this one. Um, <laughs> Could you, can I, you imagine if I was as like overly annoying about Danhausen as uh, Orange is with with Colin Delaney? Like every time we talked about Danhausen, I, I mean, just, I just gushed. You're close. I, I'm not that. Close. <laughs> I mean, I may own like 20 Danhausen shirts and everything, but come on, is that an exaggeration or is that true? What's that? Is that an exaggeration or is that like a true number? It's very close, and I almost ordered another three uh, before I went to uh, decided to spend the money to go to Black Label Pro. So, I in, in I, my defense, Dan Housen doesn't have an absolute championship and six AIW tag team championships. Colin Delaney does. That's all I'll say. Sorry. Though he he is about to have a shirt at Hot Topic, and that's it's pretty good. Yeah, that's I, that's fucking huge for fucking independent professional wrestling. Uh, if more indie wrestlers can even fucking get their stuff in Hot Topic and like let that be a thing, because look, I know the elite kind of did it a little bit, but let's they even when that was happening, those weren't indie guys anymore. They were fucking wrestling for New Japan. They're wrestling for Ring of Honor. Those I don't consider them indie guys. Danhausen is a full true blue fucking indie independent wrestler who's getting a shirt in Hot Topic, and that's. That's that's massive for independent wrestling. That's huge. If and like I said, if more wrestlers can get their stuff in Hot Topic, uh, this boom period we're seeing for independent professional wrestling is just going to continue. I mean, the elite did do it first, but even I think when they did it, that was still big because it was it it was big. But again, I don't. Well, I don't consider it big for independent wrestling. I don't consider that at the time of them doing it. Independent wrestlers. Or it wasn't even the elite doing first. It was Bullet Club, and Bullet Club's very strictly a New Japan thing. You know what I mean? Which was like the number two wrestling promotion in the world at the time. So yeah, was, yeah, maybe not as well known as WWE globally. However, there's still a thing. I could see the argument either way, but Danhausen not being affiliated with anything super major and having this, even though it is online only to start. But I feel like if it sells well enough, it's going to go to stores it's going to be out there he's going to get that name recognition and we could see him i mean honestly blow up huge in 2021 if this continues this trend so everybody go buy a dan Housen shirt if we all go buy dan Housen shirts they'll be in stores and like i said it's good for independent wrestling it gets more eyes on independent wrestling so give dan Housen some of your human dollars and go buy his hot topic shirt please because hopefully that'll open the door for many more independent wrestlers to get their stuff in major retailers. Yes. That'll be very nice. But if you don't do that, he'll be very evil and he will show up at your house and take your teeth and shame you. Yes. And then you won't be able to say curse words anymore. Who do you guys got in this match? I'm going to go Dan Housen. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going Dan Housen. (laughs) To be fair, like Mordecai would gain nothing from beating Dan Housen. Dan Housen, uh, has absolutely everything to gain in this and, uh, should be fun. The only way this match can be better if there's a run-in from Gangrel. <laughs> I want to well, see Dan it. Housen I want to see Gangrel, it. So it would, you know, obviously that would be uh, to help Danhausen. So I'd be okay with that. All right, let's move to the next match. Wait, what if it was a run-in by the Boogeyman? Oh, Boogeyman oh. running. Let's get it. Let's get it. <laughs> next match, Lee Moriarty versus Alex Shetty. Shelly. Shetty. Shelly versus Trey Lamar. I'm going to go... I'm going to go try. That took me. That took me kind of a second because I was like, uh, I'm thinking him or Lee. Mm-hmm. But I think I think a win by Trey would be huge. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Lee. 
uh, every part of me wants to be the contrarian and pick Alex Shelley uh, just so that we all have a different guy going into this. But every fiber of my being tells me that Lee Moriarty is the right choice. And uh, so I'm going with Lee Moriarty. Lee Moriarty was my gut decision, but I was like, mm, I could I could really see Trey winning it. And like that'd be like really huge for him. Yeah, I think Trey is uh, he's he's had some phenomenal matches lately. His match yesterday um, with Kevin Blackwood was fucking awesome. And uh, yeah, Trey is uh, definitely since he's been training with Lee and stuff like that, he's just getting on this level now that uh, Lee's been on for a little bit. And I think that those two are going to be parallel for, for quite a bit here. And it's going to be very fun to watch. You have the best wrestler in North America, the most influential independent wrestler of all time and independent wrestling's fastest rising star. It's going to be good. It might steal the entire collective. It has a very good chance of stealing the entire collective. Uh, If you don't have tickets, what are you doing? Why don't you have tickets to the show yet? If or if you can't, if there's no possible way you can't make it, why haven't you bought the show on fight yet? You're making John Thorne very sad, everyone, and you're making me very sad. Buy the tickets, buy the stream. What are you doing? Why? Why? Why are you? Why are you punishing yourself like this? Why? Why? It's going to be great. It's going to be a fantastic professional wrestling show. What are you waiting for? What? Why? Why? What? What? What problem do you have with yourself that you don't want yourself to be happy? Why don't you want yourself to be happy? We all deserve to be happy. We all deserve good things to happen to us. This show is going to be a good thing that's going to happen to all of us. Uh, buy the tickets, buy the stream. I mean, I haven't bought it on Fight TV yet because I was I was told about you know a handful of hours ago that somebody who was supposed to be buying it on Fight wasn't bu- going to be buying it, and uh, or at least they weren't going to be home for the show. So I have to. I, I now have to buy it. Justin Summers, you're making John Thorne very sad. I mean. I mean, now I'm going to have to buy it. <laughs> Thorn, uh, I'll, I'll take my check in the mail, please. <laughs> Hard sell fucking Thursday over here. That's the one great thing about we're actually a little peek behind the curtain recording on Sunday. So that's before AIW's Hard Sell Monday comes out. So good, because there has been a few times where those episodes have come out and I refuse to listen to it until I record an episode just because like I don't want to repeat anything. I was about to correct you and say, no, 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 it's Hard Sell Sunday, but the show comes out on Thursday. Uh, yeah. Hard Sell Thursday, everybody. Featuring Orange Flacity. Speaking of which, let's get on to the next match. AIW Tag Team Title Match. Best two out of three, two Infinity and Beyond versus the Philly Marino Experience. <sighs> I'm going PME. Incorrect. Butters, uh, you, were, you were brainwashed a lot yesterday. Have you... Uh, have you changed your mind or have you been influenced of who you think is going to win? I was told that it is. I was told that, I was told that, <laughs> that it's not a prediction, that it's a spoiler. That two and no, 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 no. It's not a prediction. It's not a spoiler. You already know it in your heart to be true. However, I still want PME to win. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're, you're supposed to say it like really brainwashed. Uh, I was told that it is not a spoiler. It is fact that to infinity and beyond is going to retain the AIW tag team titles. No, see, here's the thing uh, about that is that I was already brainwashed by Danhausen and, and the <laughs> hypno symbols. So I can't be brainwashed twice. It's it's I can only be brainwashed once. And that is by the master Danhausen. So uh, let me. Let me explain to you guys a little something 
about how life about how life works. Okay, we don't always get twenty minutes we, while he says all this. Like that. We don't always we don't always get what we want to happen in life. Sometimes uh, things don't go the way we want them to. It's it's really admirable that everybody really wants PME to win, uh, and you should. PME are, is a very good professional wrestling tag team, uh, and I'm sure they're going to have plenty of success other places. Um, and it's good for them because those are they're they're good boys. But sometimes life's unfair. Sometimes, you know, sometimes the good guy doesn't always win. But this time, the good guy does win. Because two Infinity and Beyond are going to be retaining the AIW Tag Team Championships. And I know that's not what everybody wants. But I'm sorry to report that in life, sometimes you don't always get what you want. You know it in your heart to be true. Sometimes you get inf- on your beef sandwich. <laughs> yeah, sometimes, you, sometimes in life, you get carrots on your beef sandwich. Uh, and I'm sorry, but just like carrots... Uh, in the end, it's good for you. It's good for you. Can't can't all life can't all be beef sandwiches, ladies and gentlemen. Sometimes there's carrots on there. And to infinity and beyond is the carrot on your beef sandwich. They're going to be leaving the two out of three falls match with the AIW Tag Team Championships. You know it in your heart to be true. That's all I have to say. With that being said, let's move on to the main event. AIW Absolute Title Match. No rope barbed wire. Matthew Justice with Fonzie versus Joshua Bishop with Wes Barkley. Are we walking out of Indianapolis with a new absolute champion or does the champion reign supreme for another year? I'm going, I'm going justice. Uh, So I know for a long time, I used to walk around with the uh, second gear crew on the back of my vests and everything. Uh, and you know, big Matt justice fan, big fan of Mance Warner. Uh, I'm sorry to report to everybody that all along I was a rip city, double agent. Joshua Bishop is walking out of Indianapolis, the new AIW absolute champion. Uh, he's going to Bishop bomb Matt justice right through the fucking barbed wire. And we will have a new AIW absolute champion, Josh Bishop, new champ. How about you butters? I'm going to go with, uh, Matt justice. Um, I think that he is, I won't say more prepared, but I think that he is, I guess maybe he is more prepared for this than I think that Bishop possibly could be. I think Bishop is, Bishop is a rabid dog and he wants a dog collar match with, you know, Thorn. He wants this and that. And I, uh, I don't think he's as focused as he should be on this title match, this no rope barbed wire match. So I think that, this is all Matt Justice is thinking about, and I think that he can find a way to put down the rabid dog and retain the title. Yeah, well, here's the thing. You may have a rabid dog in Joshua Bishop, but in Maserati West Barkley, you have a very, very, you know, catchphrases aside, you know, smooth talking aside, West Barkley is a very intelligent man. West Barkley is not going to let Joshua Bishop go into this match without a plan. They're going to come up with something that at the end of the day, Justice and Fonzie won't be ready for. And I think that that's false because Fonzie has also managed people in Neuro Barbed Wire matches. And I think that's where this is going to be a little bit on the uh, edge of Matt Justice because he has somebody that is familiar with the tactics that are needed to win this match. And uh, I think that he's going to give that knowledge to Matt justice. I think that that's uh, very much uh, 
the big play there is that Fonzie has all that knowledge, all that experience. He was in ECW. He was ringside for Sabu, Terry Funk, no rope barbed wire. He knows exactly what's going to happen. He knows exactly what's with that knowledge. This is a huge, massive advantage for Matt Justice, along with, like I said, Bishop not really knowing what he wants. So I think that all of that combined, Justice very much has a, I'm not going to say it's going to be an easy road, but I think that it's, he's, he has the clear-cut advantage uh, that he should definitely take this home. I think that pretty much wraps it up. Charlie Butters waits at the end of the show to say something instead of his usual, yep, yep, everything's already been said. Yeah, I mean, I think we covered just about all of it. All right. Yeah, base is covered. Any final th- clutch. I come in at a clutch <laughs> and finish out strong. Come on, you know this. Your clutch? Really? In- Independent professional wrestling's podcasting's most clutch man, Charlie Butters. Hashtag never lost. Okay, sure, cool. Let's go with that. Any uh, final thoughts, last minute plugs before we go? Start with Flacity. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Orange Flacity. Uh, I have some things I'm working on that I'm not allowed to talk about at the moment. Uh, yeah, just Twitter. I don't really use Instagram or Facebook or anything. So yeah, just Twitter at Orange Flacity. I'm nice and easy to find. How about you, Butters? Of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Charlie underscore Butters. Uh, you know my podcast, IWTV Guide. We review stuff that's on IWTV every week. Uh, we got some new segments coming up. I will be going over those. Uh, actually, if you listen to this week's episode, you'll see what we got coming up. Uh, check that out. Thank you. Your 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 personal info? Throw out, throw out Charlie Butters and everything? I did already. Yeah, that's okay. the first thing. Good. My bad. Follow IWTV Guide at IWTV Guide. And you can catch them now on uh, PW Ponderings. Yeah, yeah, we, uh, yeah, I forgot about that too. Yeah, it's, uh, they, they, uh, put our episodes up on their stream as well. So you can check that out. Every week they put up a little posting with, uh, the episode inside. Check that out. Thank you, Perosing Ponderings. And of course, you can find myself at Heavy. No, you can't. I'm going to do this for a couple of weeks, but you, yes, you can find me now at the new handle on everything, pretty much everything. J Summers 330 on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, much like you can find this show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, facebook.com slash wrestling cheers, twitter.com slash wrestling cheers, and instagram.com slash wrestling cheers. Email if you so choose desire wrestling cheers at gmail.com. And we have the merch store over at watermaneuver.net. Like I said earlier in the show, please rate, review, and subscribe to your ever listen to this fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Podbean, wrestling cheers.podbean. Dot com. Check out our friends on the Trending Topics Network, such as All Beer Inside, Eurovision Showcase, Spanish Announce Table, and Wrestling with Altitude. Check out our other podcast friends, such as Pod Van Dam, Super Fantastic Podcast, It's Evolution Baby, Virtual Pros, The IndieCast, Sobros Network, Off the Hop Rope, Gameworks Podcast, We Like Sports Podcast, Powerbomb Jitsu, The Spotlight Series, Fully Posable, Doing the Favor, The Chick Foley Show, Positively Pro Wrestling, Row One, Seat One, IWTV Guide, At Odds with Wrestling, Marks with Mikes, and Dark Match Podcast. Check out our other non-podcast friends such as Thrift Store Jobber, The Stavish Dash, The Mystery Men, Mouse's Wrestling Adventures, Happy Hour with Steve Guy, Good Company, Toy Hio Toy Show, Time Capsule Toys, Stay Tough, Smoke and Jay's Barbecue, Wrestle Void, Midwest Territory, Southern Underground Pro, and the official graphic designer of Wrestling Cheers, Moy Boy Designs. That will do it for us here on Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, especially when Colin Delaney has a gun to your head. Later.
It's the wrestling cheers. Get up on your feet. Praying in your day in the middle of the week. And you gotta love the show. Yeah, you know it holds a title for the best podcast. Talking wrestling in Ohio. Finishing a cold one. Take a load off. We ain't all about the prohibition like Josh. So we cheers. And then we sit back, other shows are in the trash, kinda like they Nick Stapp Like the name is Matt Justice, wearing all the gold Wrestling cheers is coming to a close The number one podcast going in the game And one day everybody's gonna know the name It's the Wrestling Cheers This is Platinum Max, signing off Ohio, good night The world, good night We love you, we'll see you next week All right, if you're managing to listen to the very end, I just wanted to state that also being now from the future, Orange and Charlie both are not going to the collective. Uh, At least that's what I was told earlier today. So apology to Charlie for giving him such shit. So other than that, enjoy the collective. Later.